welcome back to our weekly podcast, Design and Destiny, where we are aligning with a power movement of God as we search out how to grow, how to flourish, and how to live deeply in God's purposes for our lives so that we can more fully release God's power and glory in the world. And if you're new to the Destiny Makers community, well, a special welcome to you. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to our weekly podcast and check us out at our website, destinymakers.org, to see what we're about and the resources that we have to offer. Well, on our last podcast, I gave you the first of three essentials for living your God-designed, God-ordained destiny. And so today we move to the second essential. Now, if you'd like to dig deeper into all of this, check out our Destiny Living course on our destinymakers.org website that offers tools and exercises and reflection activities designed specifically for helping you to live abundant, victorious destiny living. Now, if you recall from our last podcast, the first essential was this, that you cannot begin to walk in the fullness of your God-designed destiny unless you possess an accurate view of your identity. And in areas of your life where you're not experiencing growth or joy or abundance or whatever, you can bet that you hold ideas about yourself, likely subconscious, but nonetheless, they're there are ideas and beliefs about yourself that are undervaluing who God made you to be in Christ Jesus. Well, the second principle for today's podcast is this. You won't possess an accurate view of your God-designed identity if you don't appreciate and apprehend the nature of your inheritance. In other words, the potential that you've been given to live the destiny God ordained for you. Let me say this again. Remember, the first essential is you can't walk in the fullness of your destiny if you don't have an accurate view of your identity. But today's less essential is this, that you won't have an accurate view of your identity if you don't appreciate and apprehend the nature of your inheritance, what you're capable of, in other words, what you're capable of becoming, producing, accomplishing. See, many people today totally underlive their lives because they underestimate and consequently underutilize their God-given potential to walk in the gifts and talents and assignment that God gave, along with his power and authority, which we've inherited through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit when we surrendered our life to Christ, when we surrendered our life to God and we were baptized into Christ. 2 Timothy 1.7 says that you and I, you've not been not given a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. But instead, our minds are weak in many areas, and they cause us to hesitate in our assignment, hesitate in God's calling on into, into our lives, hesitate with worry or fear or insecurity or unworthiness or self-defeat and so on. If you underestimate your inherited potential from God, what you're capable of through Jesus Christ, well, you'll naturally, naturally undervalue your identity and purpose and destiny as a new creation in Christ. So here are some key fundamentals in helping to understand and appreciate inheritance and destiny. And the first fundamental is this. 
you have been appointed and anointed to walk in purpose on purpose. You are not designed to live by random whims or calendar obligations. As I mentioned in the last podcast, God knit you together distinctly unique. You are singularly you with your own DNA, your own voice, your own retina recognition, your own fingerprint, all carefully, thoughtfully, lovingly created in God's heart before you even came to be. He has a plan designed for you and good works, which he prepared in advance for you to do. And he's placed his spirit within you and given you everything you need to live your assigned destiny. Those days of your life written in his book. The second fundamental is this. Not only have you been anointed and appointed, but you've been approved and moved by God to be his ambassador. God no longer sees your old nature. If you died with Christ and you're risen with him, you're a new creation in Christ. And so when God looks at you, he sees the beauty and the righteousness of Christ. You are approved by God in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians 520 tells us that God is making his appeal to the world through you who are in Christ. If you are in Christ, you are called to be a messenger of reconciliation, to lay down your life so that God can be glorified through it. You're not an outsider. You are no longer a slave, but an abandoned, an adopted, an adopted child and a co-heir with Christ. You are specifically sent to represent another government. That's what an ambassador does. You are sent to represent the kingdom of God. The third fundamental is this. You don't have to get qualified to be qualified. You don't have to get qualified to be qualified. If you know how to do what God has called you into, you're likely not hearing God's heart or dreaming God's dreams. The task will always seem bigger than what you think you're capable of. And, and that's the intent, so that you place your total trust and reliance on God, and God gets the glory for the outcomes, not you. Look at examples in the Bible like Abraham, Moses, Jacob, King David, the prophets, Mary, the mother of Jesus, the apostles. They all felt unqualified for the assignment God gave them, and yet they put their trust in the Lord. They moved by faith. And it was a credit to them as righteousness. Read Hebrews chapter 11. See, they believed all things are possible with God, Luke 1. Or in Jesus' words in Mark 9, 23, that everything is possible to those who believe. See, just because you may not be good at your assignment is no excuse to ignore it. God qualifies you and he will lift you up by his righteous right hand. The fourth and last fundamental is this, that all the resources of heaven are yours. As an ambassador, Ephesians 1.3 tells us that you have been blessed in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. Well, I would really encourage you to take a week every morning and just spend time meditating on that. What does that mean? Let the Holy Spirit bring fresh revelation to you on this. This is an amazing promise of God. You have been blessed in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. <laughs> These blessings aren't just for your comfort. 
Therefore, you're enabling to do the work of God in the world. You know, Jesus, when before he ascended into heaven, he told his disciples that all authority in heaven and earth had been given to him and that he was now commissioning them with that same authority to go into the world and make disciples. And that is our commission. Mark 16 verses 15 through 18 tell us that for us who believe and are baptized, that miraculous signs would follow, that casting out of demons, healing the sick, and more through that same spirit that creates Christ from the dead now living within you. See, you've inherited far more potential than you could possibly think of or imagine. Jesus said, all things are possible. All things are possible to those who believe. Do you have the kind of belief to move mountains as Mark as it talks about in Mark eleven twenty three? You know the quote by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. See, you can learn specific steps for how to grow and how to change and how to transform your thinking and thrive and get God's destiny for you in our Destiny Living course. Find out more on our destinymakers.org website and join us next week where we're going to look at the third essential and quite frankly, the most important essential and one that separates these fundamentals from other philosophies or self-help strategies for living fully and freely in your unique destiny.